Hi, everyone, and welcome to Oh My Stars, a music astrology podcast. I'm Stefan. And I'm Amy. And today we have a very special guest. We've got Lava Girl um, hailing from Boston, right? I'm in Boston now, but I'm technically from D.C. D.C., all right. D.C., okay. Well, welcome, welcome. Um, I'm actually from the suburbs of Boston. I don't know if Reading has ever come up. Um, but I haven't like, been there, but um, I've definitely heard of it. I'm in Austin at the moment. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Austin's way cooler. There's really no reason you would need to go to Reading, but uh, yeah, it's just a place <laughs> near there. Um, I have a connection to Austin, actually. I used to intern at this record label called Run For Cover. Oh, no way. I love Run For Cover. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, you know them. Yeah. Do you listen to any bands like on their label? Basically all the time yeah i mean oh, I've cool. been, that's awesome yeah i've been hip to them since i moved here and first started going to shows what are some of your favorite bands from run for cover who is on there now well yeah they like have had a lot of acts like kind of cycle in and out oh, like as they've gotten pine bigger yeah, pine, yeah pine grove used to but then they got canceled so that's kind of why they left they got canceled but they're like still around <laughs> yeah yeah um, i still but, get emails about their releases <laughs> oh really <laughs> um but i mean like classically for me like like title fight was on there really quick um they're not anymore but um also like tiger's jaw is one of my favorite bands uh, they're not no longer on there but they used to be um in terms of acts they still have i'm pretty sure citizen is still on there i like them a lot is crying still on there i'm not sure but they definitely were at one point if they're not crying yeah crying's cool you know crying i don't they're like this i the, i don't know what genre exactly but i would call it like, like atari core yeah oh is that is that a thing yeah exactly. i don't know that's what i call it <laughs> your game sound effect um but like then like just kind of like a little bit of punk and a little bit of just like indie rock but like all kind of smushed together sounds good yeah well that's <laughs> sick though i'm glad weird. like i mean it makes sense like i'm sure people in the area know since they're located like right in austin specifically yeah yeah but great um so so lava girl is a rapper and producer um i guess how how's it been um I guess this past year without, you know, club shows and things like that for you. It's been so weird. I just feel like in-person shows were such a big punctuation mark in my life so that like my experience of time has changed so much over this past year. I feel like it's dilated, but I mean, digital shows have been happening in a really cool way. So I'm really grateful for that. Because even though it's not really the same as being live in person, you still get that immediacy. And I don't know, people are doing a lot of really cool work over the internet, which I am just amazed at the energy that it takes to put that kind of thing together. So I don't know, I've, I really liked playing digital live streams. It's not something I had done before. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, do you feel like because... Um like your stuff is like recorded and like produced like digitally that it translates better over like towards like a digital performance? I feel like yes and no, because it really depends on the platform. Like if I were trying to do a live show on Zoom, there would be all these weird considerations I have to make to make sure the high quality recorded sounds are synced up with the live sounds. And there's always this delay depending on whatever platform you're using. But I feel like 
because of that, I've also found ways to adapt my more electronics-heavy pieces to acoustics that I can just do in a really informal, like, Twitch live stream setting. So I feel like it's really made the songs expand in this cool way. And it's kind of, like, not exactly how I'd expect that to happen, but I'm happy about it. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, Are there... Are there performances you've been a part of that were put on by like music publications or like has it been kind of like just artist um like formed and then it's like somebody you've performed with or you're you're just close with that like invites you to join their like live stream that's already going? Mostly it's been through like labels and um collectives and radio stations actually. So I played a few shows for Disposable America um on their Twitch which has been really fun. And I also did um, a pride fundraiser through WHRB, which was cool. And yeah, Ceremony also did this DJ marathon that was so much fun, oh my God. Yes. I miss moshing so much. That's like my main gripe about um, <laughs> the music scene on the digital world. <laughs> yeah. I went to, I think it was a Twitch stream, or no, it was, well, it was a Twitch stream of, I think it was at the beginning of the pandemic when, um, like, uh, 100 Gex hosted, like, a um, thing on Minecraft, and, like, yeah, and people could attend, and, like, their little avatars were, like, moshing, but it was just, like, them jumping up and down. (laughs) It was so funny. Yeah. Um, But I, like, I got exposed to some cool music on there. Yeah. I, um, I, like, the uh the artist Fraxium, you know. Um, yeah, Frax, go Frax. And Guppy. Um that song uh, I forget what it's called. Oh, Thos Moser. Um it's pretty fucking I like that wild. name. I don't yeah. know what it means, but I like uh, it. <laughs> yeah, we can show you the I can show you the video later. It's pretty it's okay. very Gen Z. Um yeah. which is like we're both solidly millennials. millennials yeah. But we have an appreciation for it for sure. I feel like I'm that weird, um, like, in-between, because I was born in 97, so I feel like I definitely feel some of the Gen Z-ness, but then I also, some of the stuff that I find out about kids doing on TikTok, I'm like, I feel old. I don't (laughs) understand. If you don't mind me asking how, or actually, you just said that I was going to ask how old you are, but I can do math. Never mind. You're going to find out exactly <laughs> yeah, like, my oh, birthday and everything. So carry the one. And then, yeah. <laughs> I know it's oh. still hard. Oh, well, math is not our story. Yeah. Here. Wait. So you're 24, 25? <laughs> I'm 23. I'm turning 24 oh, this year. Shit. Okay. She'll well, be 24. If, I just outed are you, myself. Are you as end a, of November or are you December? I'm early December, December 4th. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I was not a math student clearly uh, back think, in the day. I think my friend Eric. <laughs> I think he might have the same birthday as my friend Eric. Yeah. I will be thinking offhand, and I like estimate myself to be like years off of what I actually am. So it just <laughs> times. I know. Yeah. Now nowadays, when I'm like, oh yeah, how old am I? Like, it's just like galaxy brain. Yeah, seriously. I mean, but like time's just like a construct, yeah, you know, it's bro. An illusion. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like if you knew that. Um, um oh, I'm, I guess we should um talk about our signs too for your knowledge. Or, oh, sure, yeah. 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 Um yeah. So, yeah, so I'm a Scorpio with a Sag moon and a cancer rising. Love um, it. 
I am a Pisces sun, uh, an Aries moon, and Capricorn rising. Oh, sweet. We got a lot of water energy in here. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we like to brand it. We're, we're water gang. <laughs> water benders. Too yeah, exactly. Um, that's cool. And yeah, you're, you're fire gang, though. Right. Yeah, fire gang. <laughs> do you use CoStar? I do. I have also the pattern. Um, yep, I have that too. Have you heard of that? No, no. So, There's so many apps. Well, what I think is kind of interesting about the pattern, especially for, um, for especially for people that like are maybe a little bit more skeptical to like traditional astrology, it like takes all of the qualities, like personality qualities, but it doesn't tell you like this is a Pisces trait. It's just like you might be this way. Like your pattern to behave a certain way is this. Right. Um, so it's kind of interesting in that sense. Yeah, I like that it doesn't include that. But then on some other levels, I'm reading through these patterns and I'm like, which planet is making me this way? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah. Right, I mean, you can really get in the weeds with it. <laughs> but you're a sa- uh, yeah, you're a Sagittarius, right? Yeah, I'm Sagittarius with Aquarius Moon and Capricorn Rising. Oh, hey! Nice. And um, do you feel like for, for those placements, those all make sense? Do, like, do you connect with kind of what the main traits of each of those are? Or like, do you feel like one of those signs represents you the most? Or I'm just curious. I think um, I've always really resonated with the traits of Sagittarius and also Aquarius, too. The Capricorn placements that I have have been something I have to like grapple with. And I've, I've come to sort of see how they apply um, in my more recent years. But I don't know. I feel like I'm just, I'm not really a planner and I'm like very emotional. So like the traits of Capricorn didn't really ring true to me. But in terms of like trying to like repress my emotions, <laughs> that's where it hit. <laughs> You know what? I'm in the exact same place in the sense that I'm also a Capricorn rising, but then my Pisces is my sun and then Aries is my moon. So super emotional yeah. person. But then, yeah, I'm also not a planner either. I usually like to improvise life. Um, but then I do find myself because it's in our um, it's our ascendant. Right. I do feel like sometimes when I don't know people, they think I'm a lot more like self-serious than I actually am. Um so I think that that's where I've seen it like make sense for me personally. Yeah, I feel like with the ascendant to really understand it, you kind of got to ask around and see because it's like a lot about how other people perceive you and the impression you give off. So I'm just like, do I really seem like a stone cold bitch, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just met you, but I think you definitely come across more as a sag, like just like you have this kind of just nice, like calming, like good energy to you that i i associate with sagittarius yeah. just being very likable sign i've also like i don't know if it's just like a girl thing but like this whole resting bitch face thing i feel like some people think i'm intense um or like not the most like kind when they are for their first impression of me don't get mad but i think that's just serious <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true i mean yeah. people will like see mysterious and then they'll project whatever they want onto that you know so they're like oh you're you're so cold or you're so this or that but what they really are just upset is they don't know yeah that's true yeah 
but it's funny because um I guess like we were just talking about cancer or I saw on your little cheat sheet over here with cancer rising if that's my social mask then um it's like you have confidence and I feel like I do have this natural ability to connect with people but because I'm a journalist but I am I do feel like I uh have this introvert side to me that um people wouldn't necessarily see as part of my social mass or like what I told yeah. I told my one of my professors who I'm still in touch with recently that I you know am plagued with anxiety and she was like and anxiety and depression she was like you and like I mean I feel like that's a common thing for a lot of people <laughs> like you don't always wear it on your sleeve necessarily yeah yeah for real I want to um just ask you before we get into like the musicians that uh you chose um like just on in your own time like has there been music recently that you've been like connecting with or like going back to it can be old stuff it could be newer stuff just just we like to ask our guests what they're listening to yeah i've been listening to you know some old favorites and then some new discoveries like i've been into a lot of house lately um, I don't know if you guys listen to Dirty Bird, and I've been loving, loving his newest albums. He releases something, like, every month. Like, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> that sounds it's, yeah. it's so dope. Yeah. And then, of course, like, I've been on, like, a huge Deftones kick. That's kind of, like, normal for me, but, like, just, it's, like, comforting to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know much about numerology i do know like you have the song called 333 and um wondering if you wanted to talk a bit about that and like what that means yeah i have like i i just i see angel numbers all the time and yeah i definitely think numerology is cool i'm not as well versed on it as i'd like to be but i definitely have associations with um 333 especially in my my life path number is actually 33, oh. um, which um, you're supposed to reduce to six. But if you have like one of the double ones, like 11 or 22 or 33, that's supposed to be significant to your life path, too. And yeah, so I know three has to do a lot with um, like action and manifesting and creation. And I feel like it's a very alchemical number. And I feel like I associate also with like the third chakra of the solar plexus. It's like, it feels like a very fiery number to me. And I see that a lot, like just in random places. Like, I don't even know how often. <laughs> so does it have to do with your um, birthday number? Is that the, mm-hmm. what that it, means? Okay, cool. Yeah, it, it's, you add up all of the numbers in your birthday and then you reduce it by adding the digits together. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. I'm curious to figure mine out then. Yeah. Wait, so that would include the, like, two-digit year? It would be the four. The yeah. whole four. All right. We'll have to do that I'm, later. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> I've already displayed I'm terrible at math, so I yeah. will not do it on air because we'll be here for, like, ten minutes. It'll be our, our follow-up episode. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Um, when we started talking, I noticed that 444 was um, ah, no I've been, seeing, I've been seeing a lot of angel numbers lately too and i'm just like am i is this real or am i just like 
have this free time to notice these numbers you know as yeah see that's the question i ask myself too but i feel like if you decide that it's real you start seeing them even more seeing so many of them and honestly i'm at a very i'm at a crossroads in my life and like it's comforting to think that like maybe my grandparents or something are like trying to send me a message um you know eternity is like behind you and within you always i feel like that's a reminder of it for sure for sure and before we get into your artists again um you <laughs> identify as like a, a as a wit- somewhat of a witch um yeah yeah <laughs> oh nice you, okay so what do you what does that mean uh <laughs> to, in today's age would you say yeah i feel like it could mean a bunch of different things um which is what's so cool about it. Like, I don't identify with any particular religion or, like, strand of, like, like, I'm not a Wiccan necessarily. But um, I, I think of myself as a green witch because I deal a lot with herbs and I like to do lots of foraging when I can in the urban space or um, in a more of a backwoods setting. But, um... Yeah, I just corn rising earthiness too. Yeah, that's probably where it comes in, honestly. There it is. Cause I feel like very much the need to engage with my surroundings, um, like in a tactile manner and just being outside in nature is so important to me, I realized. Because I'm I'm someone who's from the city and so it took me a long time to realize, oh wait, things can be even better when there's trees around. Oh, a hundred percent. And there is something about which witches and trees, I think. And nature. Yeah. And yeah. Nature and just being I mean, that's that's how it goes. And um and I, I think that as a as somebody with water in my chart, um, like quite a bit of water, I feel like I'm always like feel a bit of a renewal when I go in like the ocean or I really find comfort and solace in taking baths. So I think that there's something said about you know being a witch and connecting with the elements that are in your chart totally yeah that's awesome um amy is there anything you've been listening to recently that Um, you want to mention i'm just like i find when i'm feeling i don't want to say troubled but having you know having a bit of a crisis um i like to visit stuff that's comfortable and familiar so um i haven't been listening to a ton of new stuff oh yeah that's fine i'm Um, just curious yeah but yeah i've been listening to like the replacements a lot lately (laughs) i really love that reissue um please to meet me um last year that really resonates with me um i love the song um skyway the ledge alex chilton and actually it made me get into big star as well um like because alex chilton is the big star guy um just something that i didn't like you know my my parents were born um or like they're of that era like into 70s rock but like they didn't really play like the deep cuts when i was growing up so it's like kind of something new to discover i feel like i've um in like my older not that i'm old but in my <laughs> in my older age that uh as I've grown up, that's a better way to say it. Um, kind of like come back around to like 
a lot of the music my parents were playing like growing up that like maybe at the time when I was younger, I like didn't necessarily like appreciate or I was like, I can't like the music that my parents like. That's lame. Like, oh, I mean, I feel like all of us, you always reject what your parents put out there for you. And then you come back to it, I think, and yeah. realize, oh, maybe they were right about something. So true. Um, yeah. That's like with me and like I had this mental block about Bruce Springsteen because I'm I'm from New Jersey and like he's just like kind of forced down your throat if you're like from there and like I remember <laughs> do you know the band Say Anything? Oh, um, yeah. of course. Yeah, um, I was going to a show at the Stone Pony in Asbury Park with my cousin and like my mom and my aunt were dropping us off and they're like, oh, I hope uh, I hope Bruce Springsteen doesn't show up and it's like, why would he show up like of all nights? <laughs> I have to say anything concrete. Oh man, um, I would love that though. Can you imagine if he was just like by the bar and you like ran into him after like their set and he was just like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm a big fan. Uh, he's a real boy. One of my favorite albums. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> That's like how Charlie Baker's a huge Blink-182 fan. Is that a thing? I didn't know that. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, and... I've also been getting, I got really into that Machine Gun Kelly record, Tickets to My Downfall, which is like, um, was that the one that machine, um, that, uh, Travis Barker produced? He produced it. That's he drums funny. on it. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. He's basically like his new, like, director of, like, you know, he's just like directing his image and his sound, I think. Creative director. Um, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Travis Barker has been doing a lot of hip hoppy type things in the past few yeah, years. Yeah, I think he actually drummed on like a Run the Jewel song too. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I know he's gonna work with Grimes. Sick. Or like Grimes is gonna be on like a Blink One Eighty Two album, which is I love Grimes. My like thirteen year old dreams are coming true. <laughs> right? It's weird. It's like especially now because like I, we're both. You just you just turned twenty nine, right? And I'm yeah. I'm turning thirty this year, and I really feel like there's like some re- regression going on, but it's also like <laughs> happening around us. It's not like we're choosing it, you know. Sure. I mean, come yeah. on, like My Chemical Romance got back together last year. It's in the air. I feel like <laughs> what the people yep. want. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. need that comfort because of the crazy fucking year that we all have. Yeah, definitely. I also though think it's just as a culture kind of uh we always look back i feel like around like 20 years in the past of like trying to bring those fashion senses back and just culturally those things kind of like loop so i feel like now the early 2000s or like just that first 10 years of the of of this um you know century is what's coming back starting to come back around more so you know like pop punk stuff and emo stuff like that was that was the wave. It wasn't new at that point, but it became more mainstream at that point. So oh, I feel totally. like yeah, um, yeah. that's now what's going to like start to just pop up more and more. Definitely. Um, People being influenced by that, too. Like, do you, would you say like in your own music, even though like I know you would you describe your sounds more like hip hop or like do you ca- try to char- categorize your sound or are you just like it's just music, man? Like <laughs> I'm mostly a it's just music, man. Okay, okay. Guy, but oh, sorry, I don't want to put you in the box. Definitely- I don't want to. Yeah, okay. Um, but do you feel like you know it's it sounds like you definitely grew up like listening to like pop punk and emo stuff. Do you feel like that like has influenced your sound or do you feel like it's oh, just yeah. it's just part of you, but you try to you know just do whatever? I feel like I'm definitely like i consider myself like an emo rapper that would be okay. the most okay. accurate genre i would think but i think yeah i feel like i'm equally influenced um like 
my Vans Warped Tour side, Hot Topic side, yes. and, you know, um, by like someone who loves hip hop and like all kinds of music, like jazz and techno and house too. So I feel like I've been like, I've been branching out in the kinds of songs that I make recently too. But um, I think in terms of songwriting, like, and especially like in terms of lyrical content, emo has been a big influence and it's not something that's going to go away. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, Stefan and I were just, <laughs> we were just walking and like talking about how like did like us listening to emo when we were like adolescents like set us up for like failure in our relationships. <laughs> like just like, I don't know. I mean, it's, I, it definitely has some kind of influence there, I think, but maybe we can learn from it and and grow as people. And we have the perfect soundtrack for all breakups. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> um, but like hearing, you know, you describe yourself as like an emo rapper. Um, we were talking about Run For Cover earlier. Um, you must be, I'm assuming you're a fan of uh, Wicca Faze Springs Eternal. Oh yeah, of course. Um, yeah, Ever so, since Tiger's Jaw. Thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so back to Tiger's Jaw too, Adam from, from Tiger's Jaw. And there's some witchiness there. Oh yeah, right. totally. he, he's a warlock, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, or I don't know if he describes himself that way, but I would call him that. Oh yeah. All right, well, why don't we get into into the music? So you picked some um you picked Lil Peep who I discovered has the same like signs in his top 3 as me, but just kind of uh switched around a bit. So oh. he's a Scorpio sun. A Cancer Moon and Sag Rising. Oh, he's got the Sag in his chart too. I didn't yeah. know that. So I feel like that, yeah, we found it on Reddit. So I guess what's your connection to, I mean, obviously he's he was an emo rapper. Um, so what's your connection to him? I mean, I definitely think he's influenced my songwriting a lot. And I mean, I'm someone who's struggled with mental health in a big way. And so his confessional lyrics were really helpful to me when I was going through a rough time. And so, yeah, I, I feel like he has a really unique presence as a performer. And so even, even now that he's not with us anymore, I feel like he still can be conjured by just listening to his music. Like he's that powerful. And I mean, he's got the, the Scorpio and cancer, um, like the, intuitive water sign psychic energy is there water gang why do you think that water signs have this intuition well you know if you think about water as an element right it's so and water signs are also like mutable signs um mm -hmm. but like water as an element is so weird in that it's like it's tangible but then it's not at the same time and there's this kind of like it's there's this weird essence to it that just to me feels, and we're talking about intuition, it just feels emotional. It just feels like, because emotions are are this kind of weird thing that are always changing and feel like in flux and, and flowing. And flowing, exactly. So I feel like that water um, comparison <laughs> makes sense there. Yeah, I'm using, I'm using my hands. We're Italian, so. I definitely feel you on that because, yeah, I feel like, at times when I'm most detached from how I feel, I kind of can think of water as like a metaphor for 
how mine should be like being more receptive or being more you know just letting whatever's there flow through you definitely um and that's something i mean i know i'm fighting it at the moment but i think i need to like lay back and being sad and and experiencing pain they're valid emotions that you sometimes just have to go through even if you're fighting it so there was um there was a really great quote from this book that i read about plant medicine and it was pain is the first teacher we deny Mm. i feel like that's that's yeah that is that is a i like that a good thing to remember that's like some on some like buddhist philosophy yeah for real and i think uh yeah i think i identify if i'm not a religious person but i do think that eastern religions have the the most right idea oh yeah i do too yeah Uh, so do you feel you feel that sag energy in his his music I think definitely because I mean he was really multi-talented. I know he was like getting into the fashion world more just before he died, and he had these really visionary ideas um, with what he wanted to do with his music. And so I feel like he really wanted to learn different ways of interacting with the world, and he did lots of really cool collaborations. And I could only see like if he had not died he might have been doing like all kinds of different collaborations today. I feel like there's a lot more that he wanted to learn and do. And I feel like that's, that's what the Sag like trailblazer spirit, you know? Definitely. Yeah. And just people, I feel like Sagittarius, they're always, people are like just drawn to them. There's other signs like that too, but yeah, just that like kind of, I feel like out of emo rappers, like when that started to become a term, people he's somebody that stands out even before he died as just like people were drawn to him yeah he's got the the je ne sais quoi Ooh, yes <laughs> uh, oui oui <laughs> well rest in peace little peep yeah and then we've got rihanna yeah who is who is like the um archetypal is that the right word pisces yeah i mean people say that yeah um (laughs) she's a big pice that's how i would say um so yeah i love her also being a pisces son yeah um but yeah what do you how do you connect to rihanna like what what do you what draws you to her oh my god like she's been my idol since i was like 10 years old so i don't even know um (laughs) what was the rihanna song that you heard the first um probably ponder replay um (laughs) Because, um, yeah, I don't know where I first heard that. I mean, it was all over the radio at the time. I was just like a little elementary school kid. I was, I remember I did like dance routines to that song with my friends in her basement. It was the jam. <laughs> but, you know, I've, I've been with Rihanna for the, for the long haul. Um, and I love how, like, she does the very um, mutable Pisces thing. Like, she... She pulls off so many looks and she, she can really shape shift with um, her sound and her whole aesthetic, which she, I think is really cool. She can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, she really is like that pop star who's just like, stay, like, just stays relevant no matter what. And like, I don't think she has a bad song and has like, it's like astounding how many hits she has. I agree. Yeah. She's, she's 
one of the best. What are her other things? Well, I was just looking. Yeah, I forgot. I knew this, but I forgot. Um, she's also so her she's sun Aries, and moon. Aries. That's me. Yeah, so I'm also a Pisces sun, Aries moon. Oh uh, no so way! She, but she does something that I sometimes struggle to where. Like, yes, she can do the mutable thing and she can kind of go with the flow. But I think then the Aries moon comes out where she like can just be so like fierce and like sassy and like just I don't give a fuck. And like, I love that. I wish I could outwardly be more like that. I mean, inner, I always feel that like I can get really like angry easily and want to like blow up. But then my Pisces counteracts that and it's just like, no, be passive. Like, I don't like (laughs) fighting. And like, so that's like, it's such a... um. It's a very artistic thing. It's a very romantic thing of like the water and fire being like your sun and moon, like that kind of, um, you know, flip side yeah. or that, that, that type of thing. Um, yeah. I mean, you're that way too in that like you're Scorpio and then you have a sun. A fire moon. Or fire moon, right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, do, you re- do you relate to that kind of like? Yeah, I think so. Nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And oh, one, one other thing that I meant to bring up when we were talking about Little Peep is for some reason, I've been noticing a lot of cancer. Yeah, cancer placements seem to have like a musical bent to them, um, like or like like um, like singing specifically. Like I have a cousin who's a cancer son, and like he is just like a really good singer, and like nobody expected it to come out of him. <laughs> like, wow. like he won some award, like like oh. a choral award, like in school, and like nice, and yeah, and like you're. Um, Stefan's ex-girlfriend uh is a cancer rising too and she was a musical theater kid and we were like I just met her today and we were like uh just like singing songs from this uh musical that we um what was the musical Lil Abner I don't know if you've ever heard of it I don't think I have it's like a really wacky one it's like uh the premise is like this like podunk like town in the south um it's like a small town and like they're they're deciding to test the atomic bomb there oh and like it's it's like really (laughs) yeah that's funny yeah it's it's a real it's like funny like having this like years of perspective on it it's like damn like why were like little kids like putting this show on like it's kind of heavy subject matter. yeah definitely but it's it's funny and it's it's a it's a classic well like I guess is that one of those cases though where I find with other I'm trying to think of another example but where it's just in theater like in school you end up putting on like productions that are just super like if you think about it too hard like it's just like how's that appropriate for kids <laughs> um, yeah but I guess it's good to just so you're not like you know um closed off to like it, the world it, can be fucked up it exposes, like, you should know that. It exposes yeah. them to things yeah so. that's true yeah. also like going off of the cancer um being like kind of musical mu- musically inclined one of the other artists you you told us about um that you vibe with is pop smoke right yes um, yeah, so his album all year. <laughs> i just looked up his birthday i can also try to look up just like his chart overall but at least for sun sign he is a cancer um wow i didn't know that yeah i would have expected him to be like a fire sign Maybe there's some fire in there. Can we look at that yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, let me look that up. Yeah, I'm sure in one of the other top placements, he has some sort of fire connection there. I mean, even literally in his name, right? Like smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With cancers and singing, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, cancers are supposed to be like very suggestible or like influenced by other people's moods. And I feel like you have to have like that sort of 
vibrational connection to be a singer. Because it's very, I feel like singing is very intuitive practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's another reason back to, yeah, to the water gang being, being singers too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think water, yeah. water people are just, maybe because we're so emotional. That's why we're so in tune with the music. But yeah, it's kind of just like interesting because it's like I'm the only one in my immediate family who like had like I just have a naturally okay singing voice. Um, or I guess I'm being a little self-deprecating. I sing well, but um, yes, you do. <laughs> I also think that you do as well. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> so I just I just wonder like is that really because of the stars, or is that just in my DNA? I think there's also an element of being musical like if you have just spent so much time listening to it and absorbing it I do think there's something to like it can help you then more naturally like understand it because you just know it so well for sure right Um, I mean because don't they say like if you play Mozart for your baby it makes the kids smarter I mean probably not working exactly that way but I feel like if you I mean you definitely get a sense for like the language of a genre or like a certain kind of music if you immerse yourself to a certain level you know it's true yeah and my um well yeah and my dad played saxophone in a band um before he met my mom and his younger brother was a drummer so there is definitely something in the blood there yeah that Uh, rhythm So we pulled up Pop Smoke's uh, chart. It looks like we're not sure, or the internet's not sure what his ascendant is, but his son, we've said, is in Cancer, his moon, Scorpio. Um, not the not the fire placements we thought necessarily. I mean, he could be in his ascendant. And that's similar to, to Pete. Yeah. Um, but I am seeing on here for um, his Mercury is in Leo. So I think maybe that's mm-hmm. where the fire part comes and in. And his Pluto's in Sag. Well, especially as a musician, I think Mercury is a thing that you want to look at because it's like the planet of like communication and like how you think too. So like, I think for for him, he had that fiery fiery delivery and like just that kind of like attitude um, yeah. without he, you know communicated. So I think that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the Leo bravado is totally there. And um, yeah, I mean, aren't Leos like known for their hair too? I feel like that also checks out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Just, I mean, just be, I think like appearance and just how they come off to people. That's Mm -hmm. a big thing for Leo, you know, know, pride and like just being, Mm -hmm. I think it's easy to, to like, when you think about Leo qualities, it's just like, you know, Leo lion, like that's the animal that's the associated with it. So like that just like king, queen, whatever of the jungle, like, you know, yeah. they they just own it. They own everything they do. Um, so, yeah, I think hair, that makes sense of like just your appearance and like just just crushing it. Leos have like have that warmth, too, though. I, mm-hmm. I like hate when Leos get the bad rep of being like, oh, they're confident, so they must be, like, full of themselves. But I feel like Leos are some of the most generous people in my experience. Yes. yes. Like, they just want to share joy with everybody. I love that. My grandfather w- was a Leo. 
word. He was a great best word. friend growing up was. Oh, he was amazing. He he was a very special man, hmm. and uh, and my grandma was a Pisces. So. Hmm. Oh wow, that's a cool pairing. Yeah, and he was he was really good at singing too. He used to find like a song for like everything, and he was really a jokester, like corny joke master. So, dad jokes. Yeah. Love that. Cool. Yeah. Well, this is a big like R.I.P. episode. Yeah, we're talking okay. about. Uh, I it's mean, okay. yeah, you chose two, and it's really sad that both of these artists died in quite tragic ways. Um, they were yeah. so young. It's. I know. It's, it's so sad how this keeps happening. Yeah, and you know it's Xanax for keep and and just violence. So yeah, what happened again to? Oh yeah, Pop how, how Pop... I think he had um. So he got these Amiri jeans delivered to the place he was staying, and he was flexing on Instagram. He like posted a picture, and someone like ripped the address from like the garment bag, and like just pulled up on him and shot him. That's crazy. But That's the thing about like yeah, social media is like a double-edged sword. Like it's like it reminds me of what happened with Kim Kardashian too. Um Yeah. Yeah. Not to be a conspiracy theorist, but like I don't know. I've part of me when she got like held up or whatever, I was like, this seems like a publicity sound. Hey, you never know what Chris Jenner is orchestrating. Yeah, like That's all and just that whole family she's a witch i was just gonna say that they're they're all witches witches. (laughs) absolutely absolutely um but and they're real they're like christian witches which is interesting it's important (laughs) yeah it's funny because like they are there's so many like things about them that i really don't like but like they're just they still persist as they are a cultural force whether you like it or not and it's just interesting how they have like their relevancies in all these different spheres like because if you do the all of the kardashian charts you end up doing like kanye and travis scott and tristan thompson right oh yeah so i was just trying to think like how would we since we do want this to still be a music podcast too like how would we do that how would we cover the kardashians but i guess that's interesting to look how uh, they've dated a lot of musicians collectively right um yeah it is true um all right. Well, we'll definitely if you want to come back and we'll do a bonus episode, maybe on the Kardashians and their um, musical uh, spouses or whatever. Oh, uh, totally. Okay. Yeah. And you're in your home creating. Yeah, I'll be at home for a long time. <laughs> God. Yeah. What do you think the um, what do you think the revival will be like once once shows can happen again? I have no idea. I mean, I feel like. It's going to feel so weird because, like, I feel like a lot of people have gained this, like, healthy level of social anxiety during this time. But I feel like going back to, like, being close to people in the same ways, it's just going to activate that in some ways. I don't know if I am, like, mentally prepared for, but... Totally. Like, I feel like it's going to be a little overwhelming. Um yeah coming together with so many people just having not been convened like that after a whole year totally a year plus honestly because that's not going to happen anytime soon like yeah yeah all for people listening in the future this is um we're we're coming at you from march 2021 so 
time capsule. Yeah, we literally yeah. just marked a year of isolation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, so is there anything? So do you want to talk about that song or other things you want to plug that you have done recently? Oh, yeah, sure. So the song is coming out this spring um, with Green Line Records. I haven't named the song officially yet, so it's a secret song for the moment. Okay. But definitely, it's definitely emo. Um, (laughs) I'm excited about it. Um, And I wrote it over the summer, so it's been like a long time fleshing it out and getting it the way I want it. But I'm excited at this point. That's awesome. Um, if people want to like just kind of keep up with you, um, is like your website the best place, or like on social media, or like? Yeah, yeah. I um, I gotta re-update my website soon, but um, yeah, that is accessible for all kinds of music things. Lavagirl.xyz, and then my social media accounts are all Lavagirl six six six. I'd be on Twitter and Instagram mostly, but six, I recently love yourself. Is that how you identify or are you into the devil? Stefan and I have this, uh, not disagreement, but 666, like, do you identify that with the traditional meaning or um, the 666 love yourself? Um, that, that's not idea. a real thing. Six 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 six. Love yourself. It's just something I saw. Somebody wrote it in a bathroom stall, and I just think it's funny. Um, <laughs> I like that interpretation of it because if you're thinking of it in like opposition to like a colonial interpretation of Christianity or like this like whiteness or um, like I think about like my ancestors who were enslaved and like forced to adapt their spiritual beliefs to the framework of Christianity. And I think 666 doesn't necessarily have to be um, like, oh, evil or Satan, but like reclaiming that sense of spirituality and turning that colonized spirituality on its head. I I think that's great. And that's, I try to... It's a, re- it's a reclaiming. Well... Yeah, and just a really for me, like a rejection of Christianity and Catholicism specifically. I grew up uh, pretty Catholic, so it's more of just Same. to be like, fuck that noise, like <laughs> fuck colonialism, <Yeah>. like. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, no shade to people who like believe in Jesus, but um, yeah, yeah, not anti. But as like a queer person, I can't like fully go full send on like the church, you know? Yep. Of course. But is there a song of yours that you would like us to feature to play Ooh. you on? I guess it depends on like what kind of mood you're going for on the podcast. I mean, I have um, 333 is my most recent song that I released that I think is going to be like on the album that I'm going to release. Yeah. Um, yeah. 333 is a song that I wrote as a reflection on depression in a large way. And it's kind of a song I wrote to comfort myself. And now I hope that it brings other people some comfort. And hopefully it will be coming out on an album this year. Great. Thank you so much for coming on and taking the time today. This has been a really great conversation, genuinely. So yeah, it was a pleasure. I appreciate that. Oh, no, this was really, really fun, you guys. Thank you for asking me.
ice cubes that I drop in the cup Pour the poison, mix it up I'm afraid this winter's long and